afternoon. It's 9.15 a.m. in Linville, Indiana, and this is Ian with the Going Media Podcast. Sorry, it took me a second to remember what I had to set on the name. First episode, uh, as is tradition when starting a new podcast, as I, I have uh, ruined like five of these, so I hope this is the last one. Uh, hey, I'm Ian. I'm doing a... Uh, Doing a One Piece podcast. Gonna recap some One Piece. Gotta go, gotta go. One Piece. Over there, wherever that song went. Uh, it's, uh, real quick, just a heads up for the audio files that will never listen to this podcast anyway. The audio is never gonna get better. I'm a truck driver and I started this podcast to kill an hour. It, uh, it sounds kind of crazy, but like, Literally nothing kills time than talking, but I need a subject because I, I can't ramble. And uh, somehow talking into a recording works better than talking alone. So yeah, that's the point of this. Uh, you know, I just uh, sometimes I get a little tired, a little bored of listening to other people's podcasts, a little bored of music, and I, uh, I want to listen to some uh, my own thoughts. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, uh, I'm just, uh, figured I'd do this. I'm trying to get back into anime. I've been listening, watching some stuff lately. I really wanted to dive into a shonen. Uh, but, uh, I've already watched My Hero. And out of, out of the, the old big three, you know, One Piece was always my favorite. So I figured I'd, uh, yeah, I'd do it. I don't, I don't have, obviously, like I said, I'm a truck driver. I'm driving at the time I do this, so no no, uh, no co-host, just me talking, rambling, uh, which means this will not be a long podcast. I don't really expect to see any episodes go above 30, 45 minutes at the most. Uh, maybe if I lose track of time completely, but eh, if it happens, it happens. As far as, like, you know my journey into anime. If you listen to any anime podcast, you've heard the story a million times. I, uh, I you know, Pokemon and Digimon goes to, uh, you know, you know, uh, Toonami anime. If there was an anime on Toonami, I watched it. From Voltron to Samurai Champloo, from Zoids to Yu Yu Hakusho, I watched pretty much all of it. Until the last thing on any on on I, I cut cable in like 2015 so uh, now that that's like something to be proud of I watch just as much shit on my YouTube I just don't watch cable TV which eh. yeah I wanted to get into a I wanted to get back into a shonen I I've watched One Piece before but I fell off around Fishman Island uh, that's when I got into trucking and Trucking's not a hard job, no matter what anybody tells you, if you know what you're doing and you're, you don't skip on shit, but it is a very insanely, like, draining job the first six months, so I just, I lost, like, all of my hobbies in, uh, 2015. You know, and, uh, as far as One Piece goes, I like it because I like Luffy, to be honest with you. He's, he, I mean, he is, he's dumb as a brick, don't get me wrong. But, I mean, so is Naruto and Gome. 
and both of them kind of like grate on me a little bit. I I saved the gum thing, but like I never really got that far into Hunter Hunter Hunter. I uh, I fell off after the virtual reality tournament when he tried to bring his best friend to his dad, and then the dad was like, "Fuck you for wanting friends. Go do this other thing." Fell off after that, and then um, Naruto. I actually. I watched until, I think, the Five Kage Summit, and then, and then I just watched a, like a Let's Play of Ultimate Storm, which, I don't know, that seemed like it worked great. Uh, Bleach, I fell off around when they went to Hueco Mundo, Hueco Mundo, Echo. I'm sure there's a way to pronounce that, I don't remember that. Probably Hueco Mundo, right? Like, when he lost his powers after killing Eisen, I was like, ah, this kind of sucks. Uh, One Piece, though, I, like I said, watched until Fishman Island. Had to give it up for the job. I will say I'm not jumping. I'm not starting from the beginning. It's just there's so much One Piece, I feel like I have to jump in at a certain at a later arc. And I remember the beginning stuff pretty well, to be honest with you. I, uh, my memory starts to fade around the Gecko Boria stuff. Uh, but I remember I really liked the Enos Lobby arc, so I'm going to start there and then watch, you know, an episode or two, do a recap, or do like a, like a, a, a pod, pod about it, because I don't know if I'll do like full recap, I'm just going to talk, but uh, yeah, I'm going to start there. But uh, I figured this is episode zero, you know, this is the first and last episode people will ever listen to, if people listen to it. Uh... So I figured I'd, uh, I'd go back and just talk about the uh, earlier arcs a little bit, what I liked about them. And to be honest, they're mostly like Luffy moments. I don't think I really gelled with the rest of the cast until... I don't even know, honestly. Like, Sanji has the cool Absalom fight. And Zoro, he always had something cool to do. But I never really gave a damn about Chopper, Nami, and Ro- well, no, that's not true. Uh, so I guess I guess I never really cared about Chopper or Brook. I, although I wasn't really there for Brook very long. Um, Robin and Nami had very cool moments, but they were kind of the same moment where it was just like they were kind of like broken human beings in those moments, and finally acknowledged they needed Luffy to save them, which. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It's kind of not great, but it's also like a very human. They felt very. They felt more human in that moment where it was like they've both lived in terror. It's kind of unfortunate that they're basically like kind of the same character during their main arc. I mean, they're different outside of it, but in their main arc, they're not that different. But like, they lived in terror their entire lives of Arlong or you know CP9, and then. You know, they're just kind of broken down, and their friends are like, fuck you, I'm going to save you anyway. So they go, hey, you know what, I, I need saving. I, I, uh, they reach out, you know, that's pretty cool. And they are both, they both definitely have their cool moments outside of that, but those were their defining moments. Like, say, I guess Zoro's defining moment to me would be, I guess when he was going to chop his legs off during the candle thing in Little Garden, or... Uh, no, that's not true at all. What am I saying? The defining moment of Roronorazoro, Roronorazolo, 
I, I watched the dub first, so I get the name pronunciations mixed up. It was absolutely the Mihawk thing. That was such a cool goddamn moment. And then Sanji probably had the Absalom fight. Chopper, I don't know if Chopper really had a thing for me. Um, Usopp, you know, he had the, the Enos Lobby, fuck you, Luffy, I'm not letting you destroy my sick waifus ship that I treasure. You know, he was completely wrong, because I was hurting Luffy too, but that was such a cool, like, he really, like, that was, like, that was, he was a true brave, he was a brave warrior of the sea in that moment, standing up to Luffy. Although it was, like, I guess a mutiny. Yeah. Um, let's see, Nami. Well, I would guess I said I did like her and like she was good the entire world. oh no no you know what it is it's the end of the her, her to me her like shining moment is she's had this breakdown in the Arlong on the Arlong like uh, arc what do you call that probably Arlong arc right she's had like a catharsis she watched Luffy burn her map room she's she's with people she loves she, she cut out that tattoo got a new one and then she gets on the ship to say goodbye and instead of letting it be like a serious thing she just steals everybody's fucking wallet. That's like, that's cool as hell, you know? Uh, Robin, I think, probably has the best backstory out of any of them. Although, I've been kind of spoiled on Sanji's stuff, and it sounds cool. But, like, as far as I've watched, Robin had a really cool backstory. Like, you're from, like, the island of, like, super archaeologists. Uh, I guess she kind of just had Naruto's backstory, though. She just got treated like shit for having a superpower. Oh, Naruto never got to use it. Robin had a brain. Uh, not to hate on Naruto. I think he's, you know... That, that, that show ended really well. But, I mean... But, like, the whole thing with, um... Was it... It was Saul. What was his last name? Or was it, like, it was Jaguar, I think? Jaguar D. Saul? Her whole thing with Jaguar D. Saul, and then continuing that with, um... Not Akainu. Akainu is the lava guy. Sakazaki. Um, I'm thinking of Aoki, Aokiji. Uh, sorry about my pronunciation. Or Kuzin. Okay, yeah. His whole... And, and that, that continues on. He holds, like, his friend's will in his hands. And you kind of get the feeling that he would have stepped in if the Straw, if the straw Hats had fucked up any in his lobby. Maybe that's just me. I, I always kind of got the feeling like... We, he, they might have lost an admiral that day. But I could be absolutely wrong. Um... Luffy had so many defining moments. He, that's the thing about One Piece that I think does it better than Bleach or even Naruto. Luffy's character was defined from basically the moment he got on, like, the moment he showed up. Like, just, like, cheerfully drowning after defeating the Lord of the Ocean or whatever his name was. And then being not, like, relieved, not gasping for breath, just like, hey, hey how you doing, Kobe? you Dr. Slump motherfucker. Uh, look at motherfucker. Or, you know, like, in the, oh, during the, uh, the Usopp arc. You know, he, he doesn't get mad because the pirates are raiding. He knows that's what most pirates do. He gets mad because Captain Kuro betrayed his Nakama. Nakama. I gotta look up pronunciations. He has a moment of that, like, every, like, or like, he has kind of the same moment in in uh, Nami's arc 
and uh, the Al 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 Alabasta, Alabasta, I really have to look all of this up, arc where he doesn't give up, but he just sits down and says, I don't think you're going to want, I don't think you want this enough. This is your thing. You, you don't have to convince me. You have to convince yourself. He just sits down. He gets yelled at by a couple people. Sanji's like, how dare you let a beautiful lady you know, wait in the wings or, or whatever the fuck he says. Yeah, they all, but they both get it. That teaches a lot. That absolutely gets Vivi off her fucking ass. She saves the day. Sort of. I mean, Luffy still beats Crocodile, but you, you know what I mean. Or he doesn't. Or, so, like the Captain Kuro thing, the Luke, the, the Nami, and the Vivi thing. When he just sees Hawkeye Mihawk just slash, like, beat, like, at that point, they. I, I don't know if Zor, who would have won between Zoro and Luffy. I never know. I'm not, I'm not a versus guy. But. He just watched Mihawk just casually hand Zoro his ass. And he, the moment Zoro falls, he's after him. He's only known Zoro for, what, a week? Two? That's a cool thing. Or giving the money back to the mayor on the, on the, the buggy island. You know, Luffy, from the moment he showed up, he was, you know, chef's kiss. Just a... He knew what he was doing. He knew what he was about. Or... I don't remember when, but he gives a speech. He's like, I'm not a hero because I want all the meat. And if I was a hero, I'd have to share my meat. No, I want, this is my meat. Or, you know, Miss All Sunday, you know, Nico Robin gives him a, an eternal pose. And, or no, a log pose? No, okay, log pose is the general one. Eternal is the one that goes around. Gives her one that's going to save them time. He fucking smashes it. Because that's he doesn't give a shit about. He really probably doesn't give a shit about One Piece. There's a shit about the journey, and there is like absolutely he wants to be Pirate King. Pirate King is the most free you can be. But if he doesn't get it, I don't think he'd be that bothered. He'd only be bothered if he was like, I think if he turned into a Yonko and just like watched his shit. As long as he's doing new shit every every day or every other day or once a week or however fucking works and that the time works, I think he's perfectly happy got his friends beside him, and he's got shit to do, you know, and the thing is that objectively that was the wrong move, because of that they go to Little Garden and Nami gets horrendously sick, she could have died immediately, there's no, and if Naruto, if that had happened in Naruto, or if that had happened in Bleach, or if that had happened in Yu Yu Hakusho, maybe they wouldn't have spent a lot of time on it, but it would have been a moment of like, oh I fucked up, this is, this is really bad. Luffy doesn't give a shit about guilt. Until, um, like, I guess, uh, you know, Marineford. Luffy gives a shit about getting things done. So, he's not going to beat himself up. He's not going to flagellate himself. Is that right? He's going to get Nami to the top of that fucking mountain. He's going to do it fast. You know, it's, you know, chef's kiss. I really think out of every shonen, Luffy is immediately nailed. And he does have, like, depth on one. And, okay, so... The, and and to, to its credit, One Piece is very fan service I'm not going to say it's not. Every every chick on there has, like, tits the size of their head, if not bigger, in Shira Hoshi's case. They're incredibly proportioned, and it's there's definitely, like, a male gaze. Like, that weird, like, march they did in Fishman Island where you're like, 
How are Robin and Nami's skirts hanging? And are they... What's going on there? It doesn't look right. But... And they do gaze on it, but it's never like... It's not really panty shots. Or like... Surprise shit. Like, like fairy tale would get into. How, you know, every third episode, Nami's buck-ass naked. It's... Yeah, these are hot chicks, but they're not... I, I don't know. They're, it's 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 better, I think. Or I guess the only def like the I, the thing I can say is during Alabaster, and I kind of wonder if there wasn't like a a push to get Nami more like fan servicey. I mean, absolutely, there had to have been because of the time between the t- they looked like normal anime characters and before the time skip, and then after the time skip, they are just like anime fetish material. But during Alabaster. Uh, that arc, Nami has like two moments where the gang sees her tits. And then I don't remember it coming up afterwards. Where, you know, Mr. Two, the swan guy, you know, turns into her bone, bears it all, and then she, I think she is hanging up over the side of like the uh, hot springs. They chill out in like the victory day. Yeah. So, like, but that, I don't remember that being in a lot. Although maybe there was some weird, like, was there like a weird like uh, molestation thing with Buggy? I don't remember. There, I think there might have been. Either way, it didn't feel. It never felt like it was the main source of it, and it never really did with Robin. She was just hot. She was never like. I don't know. You know what I mean. And then, like another thing I like over it and shown. There's no like weird. There's no romance plot. There just isn't. The only romance is like the quote-unquote men's romance of adventure. You know, there it's not like Naruto where it's like, okay, we know he's going to get together with Nada, or we know Naruto, Sasuke is going to get together with Sakura, but it's only going to happen in the epilogue, and it's not really going to be, like, super believable. Or, or uh, Bleach, where... And Ichigo never fucking talked to Orihime, like, ever. He had way better chemistry with Rukia, but I guess they gotta keep the humans human and the dead soul reapers, dead soul reapers. I, uh... Funny enough, I think the healthiest relationship in anime is probably, or, you know, in, like, Shonen, I guess, is probably Yusuke and Keiko from Yu Yu Hakusho. They have, like, an actual sweet, like, hey, you know, I'm gonna miss you, you know, I, I promise, I'll be back, don't worry about it. Like, and they kiss fairly early. I think it's like it's like I I I'm just saying like there's not a lot or, or fairy tale again. It's another fucking 700 episode like thing. Only for him to be like he like he does kind of treat Lucy Lucy like like not great in the beginning. It's not, although you know yeah, relationships change. I, just, I I didn't really see that coming with Natsu and uh, Lucy. Although I guess I should have. They were always together. I kind of figured he'd go like back to Lasana. Or maybe even like an Urza thing. Jalel always was weird. Like, that's just such a weird goddamn move. Fuck Jalel. All my homies hate Jalel. Um. So. Yeah, yeah. So there's no, like, romance. In it. I mean, like. He, like, he's around Boa Hancock a lot. And, like. Boa Hancock is canonically the hottest woman ever. It's like if I hung out around, like. 90s Yasmin Belief. I'm not, like, a horn dog, but I definitely, like, if Yasmin Bleak was like, hey, 
I fucking love you. You're the best. There would be a response, you know? But, like, with Boa Hancock, there's just nothing. He's just like, I don't even get what you're talking about. So, they just don't do it. It's kind of nice. I mean, it's not even like, say, like, Naruto, where they could never do it in the real show, but even, like, but every filler had a different princess kiss Naruto on the cheek to the point where it's like, is Naruto, like, back in every princess in the country? Because, uh, I could see that. And obviously Naruto Sasuke is OTP, but I could see, you know. So Princess's paid man. Is that a, okay we have a phrase up? No. Yeah, so like it kinda comes down to I really like Luffy as a character. I, I like the setting. You know, pi- you know, fucking vast oceans full of mysterious shit. Pirates, it's just cool. Now I am uh Like I I said, I'm not going to do the first couple arcs, but I am going to talk about them a little bit. Like what I liked, what I disliked. And it'll probably be a good way to tell, like, oh, this guy thinks this thing, or this guy does that. Uh, You know, who knows? So, let's start off the first arc, you know, I I, I would call that the Nam, the the, yeah, words. The Zoro Nami, like, saga, the Zoro Nami Usopp saga. It's the Zoro, not like the the main gang saga. Um, I mentioned it before, but I really enjoyed the I, I like them being on a raid didn't really startle him. Kuro attacking his people like fucking set him off. And I like I kind of liked Kuro's thing too. Not really, he was like a dickhead, but it was like man, fuck being a pirate. Nothing good. I've never gotten strong enough to be like a real pirate. Or like a real threat. I'm gonna retire, and yeah, I'm gonna kill this rich girl. But you know what? I'm not gonna be a fucking pirate anymore. I'm sick to death of pirates. I do think they're like, not really. I was gonna say I wish like Yasuba had come up somehow. Like, you know, his dad's a, like a lieutenant in like a Yonko's pirate crew. Like, I don't believe for a second that if Usopp was murdered on that island, Yasop wouldn't have immediately gone and then just fucking brutalized Kuro. So that could have been like a funny moment. Um, the Hypno Brothers were a bit too much for me. Or no, not the Hypno Brothers. Yeah. Woo! Sorry, a little tired. The, uh, the Hypnotist was a bit much for me. Well, that is funny. And then, I guess the next arc is the Zoro. No, no, I Zoro had that cool moment of, like, he is a badass, like, being starved to death in, like, a fucking T-pose, but he's not gonna make a little girl cry. He stepped in to kill that dog, and then he stepped in to eat that fucking disgusting rice ball. And, you know, that's cool shit. As far as Usopp's, uh, thing goes, I really like the idea of you live in pirate world, but you're, there's an idiot kid on your island who says, like, Pirates Ahoy so often that you just have to fucking ignore it, including the one time there are pirates. Like, did Kuro count on that? Was he like, oh, but that bitch Usopp, I'm gonna get this fucking town so hard. There will be no defense. Nuts. The buggy stuff, obviously, I like him giving the money back. Nami, like, what the fuck? Don't give the money back. 
Uh, Arlong, everything about Arlong I fucking loved. Especially, like I said, Luffy just going, fuck it. Let me know when she made a decision. Let me know when I can help. I, I can't do anything right now. I'm going to take a nap. And that's always pretty cool. And him just... Like, you don't think about it, but Arlong was hyped up to be such a harder fight than it was. Luffy beat the absolute shit out of Arlong. And also, I'm pretty sure killed him, which meant that, like, immediately sets him up, sets himself differently from, like, Ninja Jesus Naruto, who only killed people in filler until... I don't know if Kakuzu counts, because Kakashi finished him off, but... He wouldn't have been able to without Naruto, you know, Russ and Shurik in the As far as Chopper goes, I don't know, um, the, the, the Doctor Witch Lady, Nectarine, something like that, no. She's all, she was really good, I enjoyed her, I enjoyed her shit. I will say, as far as Alabasta had the same moment as, as the Arlong arc, where he just sat down. But there was so much separation, getting back together, separation in that entire arc. I had a really hard time keeping track of the plot. Like, by the time the crew is fighting the, I don't know, the best of the Baroque orcs, I'm like, what's, what's even happening here? Ooh, sorry, it's been a really long night. I, I kind of like the, the, the Vivi resolution. Obviously, she wasn't coming. She had less, like, fight skills than, not, than Nami. And, I don't know, it just wasn't going to work out. As far as Sanji goes... It was pretty cool when he, like, stated his ideals. Like, um, I think it was Gein who was being refused service by... Patty, I think. Ollie. Like, no, that's not how this works. We're chefs, we feed people. I, I'm never gonna not. If somebody in front of me is hungry, I will put food in their mouth. They will ne never, will I, I will never be able to forbear starvation again. And then you, you, you watch the episode and you learn oh, Zeph saved his life. Zeph cut off his foot so they could eat it to save this kid's life. But they didn't really know each other, but Zeph was like, I'm gonna save this boy. And it worked, it absolutely worked. So who knows? And uh, let's see. I guess finish it out on the the, uh, the Skypea arc. I'm telling you, I didn't like Skypea even a little bit. I didn't think anybody up there was sympathetic. Even the um, the the group that was fighting Anil, they they weren't like decent folk. I mean, they had the one austere or something like that. The little girl with the Psychic powers, I guess. She was, she was in it. It was interesting, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that arc as a whole was really funny or cool. I mean, I guess we met Ace for the first time. That was pretty dope. You know, it was good seeing the uh, family round out. It's definitely very, very cool. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, so I guess. This is episode zero of Going Media. I gotta think of a better name. The One Piece podcast uh, I do while driving a truck. If you can hear me, uh, I know you can hear my turn signal, so you can definitely hear my truck. So we'll 
see how it goes. Other news, uh, congratulations on everybody. Why did I say that? I just sort of like did that automatically. It's like bullshit work. It's just, it's just total bullshit. Alright, well, you know, you guys have a good one. Bye.